blue, purple, and pink. Blue, purple, and pink. Start your day the bisexual way with blue, purple, and pink. Hello, my name is Kirsty. Hello, my name is Jim. And we're trying to escape, escape Hamilton. Hamilton. Hello, Mada. Hello, Father. Here, Here we are at Camp, Camp Amity. Oh, that's the name of the escape room we just did. Yes, I'm surprised that I remembered it because I really wanted to say Granada. I'll go on, just, just. Just just for the heck of it, just say it. Just go on, go on, just say it. Camp Granada. There we go. <laughs> That's our word of the day. We have words of, of the, the day? day. Yeah, and today's one was Granada. I made it very easy for you to say it wow. by singing the song. Thank you very much, Puzzle Master. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's me, the Puzzle Master. I live in the back corner of this podcast, ready to pop out with a fiendish trivial clue. Not a trivial clue. A, a cluey trivia. Cri- I'm not very good at my job. <laughs> it's okay, Puzzle the, Master. What the boss you says I need to make more commissions. <laughs> That's why I made it easy for you. Oh, is your manager breathing down your neck? Yes. Oh, it's okay. He's got my ass in a sling. Oh, no, I'm sorry to hear that. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> Neither do I. Usually asses don't need a sling. No. They're usually reserved for, like, Does it mean, arms. like, you're, you're in a catapult about to be... Oh, so in this instance, when you're f- referring to my ass, you're just referring to your whole self. Oh, yeah, so there's my ass, like, I'm going to fire his ass. Mm. Where... His ass is a pronoun that means him. Mm. But I, I guess if you were sitting in a sl- in a catapult, about to be fired out, then your sling, ass is in... yeah would be around your midsection where your ass is. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think that makes more sense than what I was thinking originally, which is like when you break your arm, you get uh, your arm a sling. sling. Yeah, I busted my ass, <laughs> and now my ass is in a sling. Well, your manager wants you to bust your ass. Yeah. Yeah. I busted my ass, so my ass is in a sling. Yeah. Wait, this should all be in the Puzzle Master voice. My my ass isn't good enough. I didn't bust it good enough, so it's in a sling. Oh. So I busted it a bit. But not completely. Not complete. It's not completely busted. <laughs> it works a little bit. <laughs> I'm glad to hear your ass works a little bit. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> So we went back to confinement. It's on one of the floors at Sky City, the casino, and we did a different room this time. Mm. This is our first repeat room that we're talking about on the show. Not repeat room, but repeat location that we're talking about on the pod. Mm, Yes, and we made sure to have a snack. Yes, we have learned from our mistakes. We had a snack. We um, went to Hayes Common Mm -hmm. in Hamilton East and had a lovely slice of vegan chocolate cake Mm -hmm. between the two of us. Yes. And we went straight from there to confinement. Um, we were loaded up on coffee and cake. And it went much better this time. We yeah. Surprise, surprise. N- yeah. We not only got out, 
we made it onto the Newm list in yeah. third place, I think. We are now third on the Camp Amity Newm list. Yes. 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 O- only the one for June to August, but mm. you know, we will take it. We will take it. Thank you very much, Confinement. As we've indicated, the theme of the room is a summer camp. It it was very specifically an American summer camp. Mm. I feel like America has much more of a culture of summer camps than Australia and New Zealand. Did you ever go on any summer camps when you were a kid? Yes, I went on one and it was a camp that lasted overnight. So a a single night Uh and it was a horse riding slash Bible camp. (laughs) Hang on, give me a second. There's a joke here. I'll be able to work it out. Do not covet your neighbor's ox. (laughs) How did I do? You did great. How about you? Did you go Well, the other thing that I wanted to say was, so is that, like, slash Bible? Like, queer fan fiction of the Bible, but Mm. with horse riding? I I feel like queerness would have been discouraged in that particular space. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Not all Bible places, but probably this one. Yeah. Look, it didn't come up at the time. I was very much not... Not thinking about such things at that age. Yeah. Um, Why would you when there are horses? Yeah. Yeah. I was a horse girl. (laughs) Centaur. The word you're looking for is centaur. Right. Sorry. My mistake. And what about you, Jim? Did you go on any summer camps? I never went on a summer camp that was uh, stay away. What's... Stay away sounds like you're not supposed to go in. What? Did it... I only went to... What am I trying... So did you stay overnight at this camp? Or no, was no, it no. A... So you wouldn't stay overnight. It was just during... It was a tennis camp at a nearby tennis academy, school. I don't know the word. Um, club? Club, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go with club. Yeah. Um, but I think it would have been a, a racket is the technical name for a tennis club. <laughs> um, uh, that implies that it's got like a connection to the mob. Hmm. Did you do much racketeering? Yeah, um, maybe I maybe without my knowledge, maybe mm. I was being used as a, a mule. Yes. Um, so I it was I was about thirteen. I, no, I was twelve, and for whatever reason, I was into tennis at the time, and I'd played a few sort of easy games with my parents on the like free courts in the park. I was like, oh, I want to learn more about tennis, and so I signed up for this tennis camp, and it was for a week, just every day and it was lots of people who were already good at tennis and me oh no yeah so I would come home crying because I wasn't good at tennis oh no like I only knew how to do donkey serves not the like one where you throw the ball up in the air and then hit it and so um me and I think it was my dad went out to the free tennis courts after doing tennis all day until and I practiced doing the overhead ones until I could do them and I never went back (laughs) yeah I never went back to horse slash bible camp um mainly because I it was sold to me as a horse camp and then I realized that all the other girls because they were all girls um went to the same kind of uh, non-denominational, cool, Christian church in town. Right. Yeah, and so we kind of 
would ride all day and then like do a Bible study at night and then watch Veggie Tales, and <laughs> like they were all a lot more acquainted with each other and with their particular fr- flavor of Christianity. And I was just sort of like, um, uh, I'm a Catholic, cause I was. <laughs> And I like horses. I'm a Catholic and I like horses. That sounds like a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm a something and I vote. I'm a Catholic and I like horses. Yeah, it's, it's not usually something that you associate with Catholicism. No. But it's not something you don't associate with Catholicism. True, hmm. true. It's, it's the perfect middle ground between communion wafers and skateboarding <laughs> I tried to, what's uh what's the most uncatholic thing the satanic church yeah Ch- a satanic temple yeah anyway should we well, talk about this escape room that we did i think we should talk about the actual escape room that we did i suppose so so i enjoyed this one a lot more than i did the previous one partially because i had expectations about what the room would be like because mm. i feel like having done two of their rooms, confinement definitely have a particular flavour or a particular style Mm. of their rooms. How about you? Uh, Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, As you say, they have a particular style. And I sort of feel like this room was easier to interpret as well. Mm. I feel like the other room we went to, the set dressing was a bit more confusing. Yeah, I definitely had some of the same issues with the set dressing in this one that I had in the Mm. previous one. Right. So in this one, for instance, there are lots of sort of summer camp symbols and iconographies, things like campfires and hills and tents and lanterns and things like that. Mm. And they appear all over the place. Yes. And so that just makes it difficult when you're trying to find a particular one. Mm. You don't. You've got to do a lot of searching to find the right one, and there's a lot of false starts and red herrings because of that. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And lots of things that look like clues but are just set dressing again. Yeah. Like, um, there's a, because it's a children's summer camp, there's lots of graffiti on the bunk beds and things, and some of it looks like it should be helpful, but it just isn't. <laughs> Yeah, but also there are are lots of sort of kids' drawings and stickers and things Mm. that aren't relevant, Mm. but they look exactly the same as the ones that are relevant. Yes. So you look at a couple of them and go, oh, these aren't relevant. I'm just going to ignore them from now on. Mm. Mm. And that tripped us up at the 11th hour. Yeah, the very last puzzle. Yes. There was one very small thing that was hiding right in a very far corner, hidden behind some stuff that we didn't think to look for. Mm. And that is not dissimilar to the one that um, hamstrung us the last time we were at confinement as well. Yeah. Mm. But that does speak to that the rooms are very well fleshed out and designed so that there's lots of stuff in there. You never feel like there is just nothing to look at and mm. you don't know what you're supposed to look at next, which is an issue that we've had in some rooms. Yes. This one, there's it's it, it, it's so lovingly detailed that it at times becomes an issue because there's so many things you're not sure which one to look at. Yes, I agree. Um, 
I especially liked the first section of the room because it was outdoors at a summer camp and so they'd constructed a little forest for us to explore which um yeah it kind of put me in the mood of camp yeah absolutely and mischief Oh, and there was a, a backstory to the room as well, that we were breaking into a rival's camp to try and steal their mascot, mm. which I think play, placed us well in there, that it could be a summer camp, but we as characters weren't attending that camp. Mm. So we, we like weren't going to get in trouble if we broke stuff and things yeah. like that. Like There's a reason that we should be locked out of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it explained why we weren't familiar with the room we were in, because it wasn't our room. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. As with the Cigar Lounge, there were two levels that you could choose, Advanced or Standard. Mm. We went for Standard this time, having learned from last time. Yes. Um, But that did mean that there were just lots of boxes around that said Advanced Level Only, and we kept going back to them, going, oh, this is a three-digit code we could put... Oh, no, that's Advanced Level Only. Yeah, it's interesting how... We did the first room quite quickly, Mm. Um. And then we got to the second room and we hit a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we found a couple of boxes that we could open, but we just couldn't find any leads at all. And um, this is a good segue into Hinterland. Ooh, let's go to Hinterland. If there's a clue you don't understand, come with me to Hinterland. So... As we've talked about before, at confinement, the hints are QR codes. And I think they served us much better this time. Yeah, because we knew how to use them and we were able to space them out better. Yes. Um, But in the second room, unfortunately, the QR code that we needed to help us along was covered by some set dressing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because you can scan the QR code of the last thing that you opened and that we couldn't and there wasn't a QR code on the door to get into the second room so we spent ages trying to find it and eventually gave up and called for help but then no one came actually well they maybe they saw that we because the button on the the button on the tablet when you call for help says SOS Mm. and maybe they saw that we weren't in SOS but last time we'd been told that call us if something doesn't look right yes and it felt like a that there was supposed to be a QR code, but we didn't know where it was. Yes. And so we called for help. And in the meantime, we just kept pottering around the room. And eventually we pushed this piece of set dressing out of the way and found the QR code yes. ourselves. And so we were able to continue on with the game. And then much later, like 10 minutes later, one of the attendants showed up and said, oh, oh did you call for help? And we said... Yes, and we're stuck again. Yeah. It was good timing. Because at that point we'd used up our three hints. Mm. Because at confinement you only get three hints, and we've talked about that on Hinterland before, but uh, that meant that we couldn't get any more. So it was very fortunate that this other staff member turned up and was able to help us. Yes. Because otherwise we definitely would have been stuck and probably wouldn't have made it onto the Noom list. No, no. I, I can say with the utmost confidence... That we would not have found that clue. No, we would still be in that room to this day. Yes, yes. And it's a similar problem 
to the one that hamstrung us last week. Have I talked about this already? I can't remember. Um, in the fact that it was kind of down low and around the corner mm. and a bit hidden and... You know, you're sort of setting your players up for failure rather than success. It's a sort of mixed message because you either train your players to tear everything, like empty every box and tear all the set dressing apart and make it tough for yourself to reset, or you teach them to... Uh, Be respectful. And not touch much stuff. And we, we've definitely ended up in the second camp of not erring on the side of touching not enough rather than touching too much. Mm. And so either you train players to push everything out of the way and strip everything and look in every crevice, or you teach them that the stuff will be readily accessible. And I feel like in this room, it lent on the side of things will be readily accessible, which makes it feel unfair when there's something that's tucked away in a corner. Mm, yes, something that is not only tucked away in the corner, but also looks like a lot of the set dressing that we've encountered and so it's not visible and also we have been trained to discount yeah. it we're like pavlov's dogs mm. except instead of a bell being run for dinner it's seeing stuff on the wall and instead of salivating it's paying attention mm. Mm. it's the, it's the same thing basically it's the same thing yeah for sure um, yeah, this was a three-room escape room. Each room was quite different, which was cool. Um, and in the final room, we found the mascot. Yeah. Which was very cute. It was real cute. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to take it with me to the foyer and get a picture with it, but I don't know if that would have been allowed. Oh. And you can check out the picture from this room on our Instagram, at Escape Hamilton. The we, mascot isn't in it. No, but we are. Mm. And we got told by the staff that we looked... Uh, what, what did she say? That we looked nice? That she liked our... Fo she liked our poses. She liked our poses because we've started to sort of try and dress in theme to the room. This yeah. one is a bit tricky because how do you dress in theme to a summer camp? Yeah, it's sort of like the the people who try and cosplay when they go to Disneyland, but you're not allowed to cosplay at Disneyland, so you try and cosplay as subtly as you can. Mm. What's that called again? Colour matching. Colour matching. Yeah, I believe. Um, Disney cosplayers, uh, please comment on our Patreon if I've got <laughs> it wrong. And then sign up for our Patreon. Yeah. And then tell us to get a Patreon. Just going back to the escape room that we did for a second... There was one puzzle that we found that was a maths problem. <laughs> and look, I came out here to have fun and I ended up doing a maths problem and we did it well. We mm. got it right yes. just by ourselves. Yes. And then five minutes later, we found a clue that would have helped us with that maths problem. <laughs> and I suddenly went from being very frustrated that I had to do a maths problem in my fun weekend off to feeling utterly stoked that we solved the maths problem without the clue. Yeah. We did it. Because we have big brains. We do. We had to ask for help lots of times, but we got big brains for this one puzzle. We've got big brains for maths. This is categorically not true. <laughs> <laughs> What would 
you rate this room, Jim? I had a really good time in this room. I would rate it four and a half notes left in your lunchbox by your parents out of five. (laughs) Okay, super cute. Um, I also had a really good time in this room. I would rate it four and a quarter fire starters. We should go start a fire. Let's make some s'mores. Let's sing camp songs. And by camp songs, I mean... Songs you sing at camp, not uh, I am what I am. I'm trying to think of a song that's really camp. What's a camp song? This is like the the issue with slutty songs that we were having last week. Oh my gosh. We better go and make some s'mores. Yeah, yeah, I think we need them. And then we can them. stay up late and talk about who our crushes are. Ooh, mine has uh, three letters in their name. Oh, really? Yeah. Hang on, I've got more than three letters in my name. In their first name. Oh. Yeah. Shit. Hang on, that could be me. Well. I'll never tell. Well, this just got interesting. (laughs) Imagine me putting my hand over the camera lens of this scene as we (laughs) lean into do kissing. (laughs) Oh, kissing. That's going to do it for us. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, rate reviewers on the podcast things. Mm. Love you. Mm. Love you. Is that a kiss for the listener or a kiss for Kirsty? <gasps> I'll never tell. <laughs> Bye. Bye.